Welcome to Fielding Questions, a podcast produced in collaboration with Ag Country Farm Credit Services and the Red River Farm Network. I'm your host, Randy Conan. This week, we recap the latest USDA supply demand report and take a peek into spring with Ag Country Farm Credit Services Vice President of Insurance and Customer Education, Rob Frowning. Rob, let's kind of, first of all, as we get started here, let's uh, kind of do a recap. Uh, last week's uh, uh, supply-demand report, really nothing to write home about, which is normal for that February report. Yeah, it really is. You know, February's uh, typically not a, a big mover or shaker report, uh, kind of just uh, validating a few things and making a few tweaks in, in some of our uh, demand and, and things like that. So didn't really see a lot of change. Uh, and the little change we did see was kind of uh, what we expected. Basically, you know, the three big crops, we ended up a little bit, a uh, little, little more bushels in the ending stocks, um, which was as expected. Um, really, the biggest surprise was that we maybe didn't cut exports on corn. I think that was something that we kind of expected. And they kind of kept it status quo for this month anyway, so we'll we'll maybe wait and see if that changes here in the future. Does that have something to do with uh, insurance prices being set here during the February? Well, I suppose uh, some may think that's a conspiracy theory that they're trying to to hold the prices or or move the, not move the prices, but um, yeah, you know, it, it is the the month of February here. We are tracking prices. Um, didn't see anything that drastically moved that. And, and to be honest, the, the biggest part of the crop insurance side of that equation is our premium using the volatility. And when the markets get a little more volatile, that increases uh, the volatility factor used in the calculation. And uh, we see drastic uh, increases in premium if that's a, a high volatility. Now, compared to where we were last year, we're, we're seeing low volatility, which is good. Um, again, we have the whole month of February, and actually the volatility is measured the last five days of February. So um, hopefully hopefully the market can stay a little bit quiet. Um, we are at prices near where we were last year, um, maybe down just a little bit. Um, corn, and, corn and wheat are probably closest to where they were last year. We're soybeans have seen a little bit more of a decrease from, from a year ago when it comes to the insurance prices. But um, we'll have to wait and see how the rest of February uh, pans out and where we end up, and like I said, the biggest thing is that volatility really affects our premium. And so if we get uh, big movements in the market here at the end of the month, that's uh, for concern with where our premiums will be set. Sure. Well, looking ahead into the spring then, too, prices uh, tend to become, uh, maybe except maybe fuel, but uh, fertilizer prices coming down here a little bit. Yeah, the the fertilizer has surprised quite a few people and come down from where we were, uh, you know, last fall even. And, um, you know, I was, I was looking at some of the numbers and, Nitrogen is actually back to levels we were October of 21, um, kind of when the, the really took off and when the, when the prices started to take off on us. We're getting back to some of those same levels. Still, you know, uh, relatively high, just uh, we're getting back to where we were just a couple of years ago and, and off of these uh, historic highs that we've seen here in the last 12 months. So that's good news. Usually, again, usually it doesn't have to doesn't mean it will. But uh, getting into spring, we see the increased demand. Obviously, when uh, the farmers buy are, are putting the fertilizer down, and we'll probably see some local uh, increases as far as with basis on that because of the demand. But uh, the overall market has seemed to be trending down here a little bit, and we'll uh, see what happens if you didn't lock it in last fall. You know, may want to be looking at doing some things with our grain prices still at well where they were a year ago, but fertilizer prices substantially lower than a year ago. Um, we're probably seeing some people try to lock in that that last little bit that they maybe didn't lock in before, um, trying to take advantage of some of these uh, opportunities. 
Yeah. What kind of shape are guys going into the spring with? Uh, I, I, pretty good. Um, you know, over, over the winter here, um, visit with quite a few farmers throughout my meetings, and people are pretty optimistic. Um, I think uh, positions are, are very good. Um, we're still seeing, uh, um, from a lender's hat perspective, we're, we're still seeing a lot of cash in the market and, uh, and the farmers utilizing that. And that's a good thing, uh, you know, padding that uh, working capital a little bit and being prepared for, for some bad times if, if it were to happen. You know, we've had about a two and a half, three year rally here with commodity prices and uh, producers have been able to take advantage of that with some relatively good yields in most of our areas. Um, and good prices, and it's it's been sitting pretty well. So I think uh, producers going into this spring, optimist, cautiously optimistic, uh, as these input prices we just talked about are still relatively high, although they've softened some, um, still relatively high, and hopefully we can uh, lock in some, some profits with these commodity prices, even with those high inputs. And I was just going to say, the commodity prices, we seem to be bumping up against overhead resistance and just kind of trading channels the way it looks. Yeah, yeah, we, we kind of are, but you know, and that's and that's what markets will do. I mean, we get towards some of these, uh, you know, highs, and they just kind of sit there for a little bit, and until we get some some big news to push it either way. And you know, right now, I think it would take bigger news to keep pushing it higher um, than it would to take and push it lower. But right now, we're not seeing either one of those. We've just kind of seen some support and kind of trading, you know, just kind of sideways here a little bit for the last uh, few weeks. So we'll. Uh, See what happens when, uh, you know, Brazil's crop continues to get bigger. Um, you know, we're planting the safrina crop as we're harvesting that uh, first soybean crop down there. And so we'll see what the weather does and how that can uh, change some things. Argentina is getting, uh, you know, it's gotten smaller with their being dry. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens once they get everything harvested down that way, too. But right now, it seems like the market's looking for some news and just kind of, like I said, trading sideways here. And uh, we'll have to see what happens as we get into spring, you know start seeing once we get things planted um, and, and pushing in the market there, we'll see what the weather might do here in the U.S. late late spring into summer. Yeah. At the time when we were recording this, uh, starting to hear some market guys, some rumblings about maybe a switch over to El Nino conditions instead of the La Nina, which generally is good for crops worldwide. Yeah, generally speaking, you know, but again, that's only one factor influencing the, the weather across the, the world. And um, I think that is a, a favorable one, but we'll see, you know, what else might, might happen that could affect it. But yeah, we're starting to get out of this, uh, La Nina the way it looks and most weather folks are predicting that. We'll just see how, how long does it take to get into that El Nino before it really impacts, uh, the rest of the world. But yeah, that's, that's good for production. Um, not necessarily good for our markets all the time, but. Hopefully, uh, we can take advantage of both if we can capture them. Yeah, for sure. Well, as you said, too, the bigger the bigger issue probably is going to be ongoing demand. Absolutely. I think that's going to be the thing that the market's going to really watch, uh, you know, the, right now is will the demand continue? And, and I've said it before, too, with, with sometimes high prices, they cure high prices. And so we'll, uh, if we can keep this demand going, um, it'll keep the support and where we're at and we'll We'll have to just see what happens. Like I mentioned earlier, our exports of, of ethanol, we kind of expected to go down um, in this last report, and it didn't. And uh, we had a long ways to catch up based on what we're projecting here. So it'll be interesting in the next couple of months if they start uh, impacting that on the, on the monthly reports. Yeah. We get uh, planting intentions report out at the end of March, but ahead of that, now we get the uh, end of February, the uh, USDA's Ag Outlook Forum. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, kind of where they come. You know, those are early numbers and, and don't necessarily move the markets, but it gives us kind of an idea of what they're thinking. 
um, and kind of setting the stage for for that that March report as well a little bit, and we'll we'll see what happens and if that moves the market. You know, it's 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 hard to know what's going to happen until we get it planted, and I think that uh, came evident last year when when we all have a late spring like we did. Uh, we see a little bigger decrease in the corn acres because if we can't get the corn in the ground early, a lot of people make that shift. And so uh, all these uh, predictions will, will help maybe influence the markets here a little bit in the near term. But really, uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens in the spring and how the weather holds out for the nation as far as what we really get planted. What's the outlook for some of these secondary crops, the canolas, the the dry peas and those types of things uh, for this year? You know, um, you know, visiting with, a, again, a few producers over the winter here, um, not a lot. I'm not hearing a lot about those. Um, when you kind of have the big three corn, soybeans, and uh, wheat kind of taking the spotlight, and um, when their profitability is pencils where they're at today based on, on prices and inputs, um, they don't get a lot of attention, some of those secondary crops. And so I think they're, uh, I would call them safe. <laughs> they're kind of uh, not being talked a lot about, but we'll uh, see. There's There's been some uh, a little bit of chatter on diversifying your farm and, and not having all the risk that we have with, with the big three. But for the most part, I think uh, most most producers have kind of set their their rotations and set the the crops that they're going to plant and not seen a lot of exploration into new crops. Okay. Rob, we covered a lot of ground here uh, in a short period of time here. Any final thoughts here before we, uh, before we say goodbye? Yeah, just, you know, it's that time of year. We need to get ready and, and make sure you have the plan in place going forward. Uh, what's, what's your cost of production or your revenue goals? Um, get that figured out with a, a marketing plan and, and be watching this market April to July, if anybody has heard me speak before, you know, Ed Usset from the University of Minnesota, he always talks about those uh, spring rallies April through or into the summer and trying to capture some of those rallies. So have some price triggers and, and some plans in place and be ready to act. I know you guys are busy planting all the way through spraying time, but you got to keep an eye on those markets because sometimes we see a lot of opportunity in those months. This has been Fielding Questions with Ag Country Farm Credit Services Vice President of Insurance and Customer Education, Rob Froning. If you have a question about a financial topic, we'd love to hear from you. You can send Ag Country a message on Facebook, Twitter, or submit your question using their website, www.agcountry.com. For the Red River Farm Network, I'm Randy Conan.